Welcome to Boxside Chats, a podcast for the community by the community of Occoquan Bay Performance. Boxside Chats will discuss all things CrossFit, weightlifting, powerlifting, fitness, health, nutrition, and interview members of our community to share your personal stories, inspiration, and goals. Now, here are your hosts. Hey guys, welcome to Boxside Chats. I am your host, Nick, and I am pumped to have a sweet episode for you guys today. I've got two special guests, some ladies I'm working with in the School of Greatness Academy with Lewis House. If you have not listened to his podcast, go ahead and check it out, The School of Greatness on iTunes. But we are privileged to have two ladies very experienced in nutrition, doing their own things, both in New York and out on the West Coast in California, and they're going to bring some awesome value to us today. So we have Miss Yulia in New York and Yvonne out in California. Welcome to the show, ladies. Thank you. So excited to be here. Awesome. Great to be here. Uh, Yvonne, can you go ahead and introduce yourself? Tell us Uh, what you have going on and anything else you want to share. I would love to. Yes, my name is Yvonne. I am a uh, flight attendant, actually, and um, I've been flying for just about three years now. January will be three years, and um, I've always been passionate about health, fitness, um, mainly nutrition, and kind of a a holistic approach to any type of healing and uh, treating the whole body as one. Um, I have background in massage therapy as well, and um, when I started flying, going in, I was at my best health. I was crossfitting five to six days a week. Um, you could bounce a quarter off any part of my body. You know, I was eating super, super clean. I was cooking all my, my meals. I was my, I was the source for everyone's, um, how do I swap this out in this recipe? And you know, what are you, what I'm having headaches or this, you know, I was that person in my circle and I started flying and the first thing to go was my health because I, didn't know how to travel healthfully and my income was cut. And so I had to budget my meals differently. And I was in a hotel four to six nights a week. I mean, I had one trip that was a two day trip that turned into an eight day trip. So I ran out of food quick and, um, you know, it's covered in snow outside. And, uh, so having the experience of, uh, my health really being sacrificed by working my dream job. Um, I've kind of come full circle and, um, I'm getting reinvested in, um, educating myself in nutrition and, um, health overall. And now I want to help people learn how to travel. I want to help other crew members. Um, you know, because when you're not healthy on the road, it's even harder to travel and it's hard enough to travel as it is. So, um, that's where I'm at now. Um, I'm creating a blog called the paleo stew and, um, that's I'm kind of building up a social media presence there and hopefully we'll be working with crew members in like a group setting or offering group support or, um, nutritional counseling. I would love to, um, do classes in crew lounges and, um, teach other crew members how to pack their meals and how to eat out. Because a lot of the time, you know, if you do a, um, international trip, you come back and you can't, you can't pack food for the whole trip. You can only pack before you come back through customs. So, um, I want to teach people how they can eat out and not be afraid to go out to dinner with their crew and still be able to eat and meet their goals and not feel like junk for the rest of the trip. 
So that's, that's where I'm at now. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. We, uh, we do a lot of nutrition work with our clients here. And one of the biggest things is like, hey, don't forget to enjoy your life. Kind of along yes. the same lines. Like, yeah, I want you to be healthy. But if you're sacrificing relationships and mm-hmm. experiences, like you've kind of missed the ball. So I'm, yeah. I'm excited to hear what you have to say about all that. Thanks. And Julia, tell us about yourself. Uh, hi, everyone. Nice to be here. Nice to be speaking with you all today. Um, so a little bit about my journey, how I got into this whole nutrition thing, and that'll kind of lead into what I am. Um, I've basically had really poor health, uh, for the majority of my life. I've had really severe asthma, um, since I was basically born, uh, allergies, everything like that. Um, Um, And then once I graduated college in 2011, I was really sick and tired of being sick and tired. And so I decided to really take control of my health. Um, So within a year, I completely changed my diet. I got rid of my asthma. I started working out. Um, I became a certified nutritionist. I got my plant-based certificate in nutrition from Cornell. I'm also a yoga teacher, Reiki practitioner. So everything holistic. I got it. I learned about it. I became obsessed. Um, But the thing is, is I didn't always know that you can take control of your health. I always sort of felt as though I was a victim to my circumstances. And so by really educating myself and knowledge is power, as we all know, um, I was really able to change completely the quality of my life. However, However, when I first really got into it, I would say that I was very strict. So I went from one extreme to the other of I was actually 100% raw foodist. I never went out with my friends. Um, I was yelling at all my friends for not being (laughs) on the same path as I was. And so it's taken about three and a half years to finally create that balance and to really understand that. Um, making a healthy lifestyle is something fun and accessible and it's really in your reach if you want it to. Um, and this, I've had a huge aha moment this past year that I really just want to share with you guys. Um, and that is that a lot of times people think that creating a healthy lifestyle is what can I take away? What kind of food should I stop eating? What kind of habits should I stop having? And I think that if we really flip our perspective and think about it as what can I add in? What kind of good food can I add in? What kind of exercise can I add in? What kind of um, personal development, what kind of mental fitness can I add in? And in that way, we're really creating a balanced life where you can go out with your friends and then you can also eat healthy too. So I'm really excited to be talking to you about that today and how you can really make your holidays healthy, but also healthy in a fun way where you're not feeling socially like isolated from your friends and family. Yeah, a lot of times I think that's the hardest part. And again, we talk to our, our members and clients about a positive relationship with food. So it's not like, oh, that's bad, bad, bad. And every time I have it, yeah. it's like, oh, my God, I, I'm yeah. off the train tracks and I'm never going to be fit and healthy. It's the end of the world. Okay, it's not the end of the world. <laughs> you, you had something. You could have had a better choice, but it's really not, nothing. Let's, let's refocus and move on. Yeah, it's already in you. It's, too, it's done. It's, yeah, too late. Move on. Yeah. All right, so now that we know you two ladies and what kind of how you're going to share with us, let's get to the deep, important stuff. Just to get the ball rolling, give us a cheat meal you had this weekend so we can really know who you are. <laughs> Yulia, you can go first. Well, I have to be honest, I, 
I went in this weekend. Um, I was driving through Philadelphia and there's this awesome place called Blackbird Pizzeria and I'm vegan. So it's really hard to find really junky, greasy vegan food. So I went in on a cheese stick, <laughs> barbecue wings. We even had cookies, soda. It was bad, but very good. Mm, sounds delicious. <laughs> and Yvonne, what about you? You were traveling, right? I, yeah. And, um, it's funny that you asked that because it totally ties in. It's like a perfect fit of how, how I ended up with this cheat meal. I, um, was supposed to be in Colorado this weekend for one of my best friend's birthday. And as a flight attendant, I fly standby. So if there's no seats, I don't get on. And, um, I don't know if you guys have been to LAX, but it's kind of like a, a circle, like an oval circle. And there's four terminals on each side. And so, I took the terminal bus like four times going, I was in terminal six and then terminal four and then terminal five and then terminal one. And I was striking out with every airline that could possibly get me to Durango, Colorado. I was trying to go through Denver, through Dallas, through Phoenix. And it was like, Oh my gosh, I haven't eaten. I realized halfway through and I'm like, this is why I'm so cranky. And I just got to the point. I said, forget it. Like I'm obviously not getting on a flight. I need to get out of the airport. I need to get out of my uniform and I need to go get something to eat. And I just opened up Yelp and I saw a sushi bar come up first. (laughs) And I like autopiloted to the sushi bar and I just parked it there and I ate sushi for like 20 solid minutes. And I can eat sushi pretty healthily, you know, like I can, I could get in and out of there without cheating, but I had the rice, I had the soup, I had the sauce, I did, I did everything, but I felt better. Yeah. If you're going to go, just go. Yeah. It was, it, it, I was eating my feelings and it totally served its purpose and I felt zero guilt after. (laughs) And that's the most, most important part, as long as you're happy at the end of it, right? Exactly. Well, awesome. I will say that I had a a birthday cupcake on Friday at the gym. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, I kind of worked it off soon after, but, you know, I def- definitely took part and it was delicious. My mom used to say if you eat a candy bar in the closet, it doesn't have any calories. Do you think the same goes for the gym? <laughs> Does it cancel yeah. it out? Yeah, if you're at the gym when you eat it, maybe it's not like a really a cupcake. <laughs> yeah, in that case, you know, I get away with a lot because I'm here most of the day. So <laughs> I love it. All right, ladies, let's get right to some content and start giving us some tips and try to help some people out. So obviously, we all know the holiday season is coming, you know, multiple holidays, no matter who you are, you're going to be celebrating something in the next two months. And a lot of times we can really get away from making progress or maintaining that progress we've made um, to ourselves and kind of in our nutrition realm. So I want to start with Yulia, kind of what are your top couple tips you can give us with um, how to survive the season without losing complete focus on our health and nutrition. You got it. So I have three tips that I'm going to be talking to you about today. The first one is going to be cranking up your fitness and nutrition. The second one is how to get past a cheat meal and visualize yourself getting back on track. And the third one is bring your own food, BYOF. So I'm going to start with number one. Instead of thinking about how to maintain your progress, think about how you're going to make your progress 10 times better than it is right now. I'm a huge fan of the 80-20 rule. So 80% of the time you eat clean, 20% of the time you go in. So during the holidays is when we go in extra hard. So the same thing should apply to your fitness and your nutrition. So eat more vegetables, drink more water, uh, uh, go to the gym 
six days a week instead of five. Really make that extra effort to step it up. That way, when you get to those holiday parties, you can fully enjoy it even more. And that like, it's kind of addicting to get results, right? So you're going to be even more excited to get back on track and also set a good example for your friends and family. The second is don't make a cheat meal a slippery slope. I think that going into a party with the intention of, yes, you're going to have a cheat meal, just accept the fact that it's going to happen. I think sometimes we put this pressure of ourselves to say, no, I'm going to try to eat clean. And then it kind of, you start sneaking it in and then it's just like, ah, whatever. I messed it up anyway, except the fact that you're going to have a cheat meal and don't let that cheat meal become your future. Have it, enjoy it. Don't feel guilt about it. The next day, wake up, drink your pre-workout, go to the gym and get it in. Um, one thing that I think really helps the situation is visualizing yourself. So like sit in your car for one minute before you enter the holiday parties, visualize yourself going into the party, having a cheat meal, and then seeing yourself waking up the next morning and making a healthy breakfast, going to the gym. That way it makes kind of a roadmap for your mind and it knows exactly what's going to happen and it knows exactly how to get right back on track. Another quick tip while you're at those parties, no leftovers. No matter how much everybody's pressuring you to take it, you can take it and give it to somebody who needs it, donate it, or just let them keep it because it does not serve you to extend that cheat meal out past that holiday party. Hey, that's easy okay. to say until you got my mom from the South bearing down <laughs> oh, on you, no. trying to take care of her little boy. Sweet potato yeah. pie. <laughs> I feel, yeah, my parents think I'm forever hungry. So, um, <laughs> so number three, bring your own food. The only way to guarantee that there's going to be food that matches your dietary requirements is if you bring it yourself. Um, that way you'll have a healthy meal to share with friends and family and introduce them and kind of start a conversation of how you made that meal, how you were inspired to make that meal. But then also you have something to load your plate up with that, you know, is going to keep you feeling good. Something to remember is that nobody can read your mind. Nobody knows what you want to eat except for you. So communication with the host is something that I cannot stress enough. If you're gluten-free, if you're paleo, you can talk to the host and explain what kind of dietary needs you have because as a host, they want all their guests to feel good. So just explaining to them and explaining to them what you're going to bring really sets you up for success. So one more time. Crank up your fitness. Don't make a cheat meal a slippery slope and bring your own food. That is my three top tips. I love it. I love it. My favorite quote, don't let your cheat meal be your future. Oh my gosh. I love that. <laughs> I love that. That was great. Uh, Avon, do you have anything to add to that? We'll, we'll talk um, travel here in a bit, but I'm yeah, sure just a to... little bit. I, I just want to say, I love that is such a great foundation. And I, in my notes, I had wrote mindset is key. And, and she, and Yulia, you touched on that, which I think is awesome because, um, you have to have realistic expectations going in, you know, I mean, I, I've seen so many people go, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna cheat at all. And then, like you said, the slippery slope, then, then they're like, face down in a pumpkin pie and they don't know what happened to the last day. You know, like <laughs> my, one of my friends, he jokes, he's like, no, if I have another drink, I'll wake up in bed with a pizza. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, so you, you know, like have those real expectations and know your triggers. 
Um, one trick that I've done is, you know, if I knew there was going to be one specific dish that is, was going to be like my downfall, I would offer to bring that dish and I would recreate it. I would make a healthier version of it, you know, like cranberries. I cannot pass up cranberries and especially if they're homemade. And usually if they're homemade, they've got about seven cups of sugar in them and they've got all kinds of junk. Mm. So I offer to make them and I make them with, um, whole cranberries and I use honey or maple syrup and I use, uh, you know, I squeeze orange in it and I make a, you know, in a version that I feel comfortable making or eating. And, um, so yeah, that was all that I had to add. I just, yeah, I'd love that she talked about, um, the mental game because it's so, so important and not saying, Oh, I can't have that. I, you can eat whatever you want. You're in charge of what you're eating. And I found that when I, depending on how I, uh, present my dietary goals with, with my peers, it, it affects how they support those goals. Like if I just say, no, I don't feel like eating that today. I just, yeah, you know, like I'm not, I just, I'm not really eating bread right now. But if I say, Oh, doing a week of paleo, I can't have any bread. <laughs> then they're like, Oh, can you eat this? Can you eat that? And then it becomes this, like, what are you allowed? And mm-hmm. like, I'm not a child that whose parents are telling me what I can and cannot do. I'm an adult and I'm choosing what I want to put in my body. So that I, I noticed helps a lot. <laughs> Sorry. I was going to say, I think what you yeah, said is it. And it's also the difference of explaining if you're on a diet versus a lifestyle, if you're like, Oh, <laughs> like I can't, can't have this until like yeah. two weeks after now versus I just don't want it. Cause it doesn't make me feel good. So yeah, it's like the, the person who, uh, who doesn't like onions, we don't try to force them to eat onions every time, you know, they don't want to eat it. It's okay. It's cool. <laughs> you can have carrots, whatever. <laughs> so going off of uh, kind of the alternatives you brought up to, and with the idea that you could make the dish that you know is your trigger, Avon, uh, can you, do you have any other alternatives that we could possibly use or someone could use for the holidays? We know there's tons of treats that get dished out and tons of yeah. less healthy options. Do you have yeah. some healthier options, like an example you just gave, that we could use throughout the holiday season to, to still get that great holiday spirit through our mouths, right? Yeah. <laughs> without without uh, making too terrible of a choice. Um, well, definitely Pinterest is such a great resource. Um, and now you can search any kind of keyword. You can search paleo, you can search gluten-free, you can search vegan. Um, a great thing that I use is, um, allrecipes.com has a, um, the dinner spinner app and, they have tons of recipes. You can search for something in there and there will be like 50 versions of it. And, um, I've been able to go in and, you know, say like holiday sweet potatoes or something, you know, and you can find how different people have made it. You know, I'm a little bit more creative and daring in the kitchen. So I kind of just will like look at a picture and decide what I want to put in it. Um, other people, need more of a specific guideline. So there's on all recipes.com and on Pinterest, there's, there's like every, uh, part of this, every little side of the spectrum in there. So as, uh, as free reign or as structured as you want it to be, no matter whether you're a gourmet chef or just somebody that wants to try making a recipe for the first time, those are great resources. And, um, just like I've always been a fan of swaps, you know, okay. If I don't want to use sugar, 
what are my, I can do, you know, maple syrup or honey or some people like stevia or, you know, if I don't want to eat wheat flour, I can do a almond meal or a coconut flour or a combination of the two. Um, so reach out to people in your life. If you're not a cook, reach out to people that, you know, are eating the way you want to eat and, you know, like, what are you usually making that? And, um, but I definitely pin, but airport locations also show up on Yelp. So, um, you can punch in, you know, Boston Logan airport and it's going to give you what terminal it's in. Also a great resource is, um, the airport website. Uh, there's usually like a terminal map and a list of, um, food vendors and, uh, get an idea of what you're going to be working with and, um, and not necessarily always to plan, okay, I'm going to eat there. I'm going to eat there, but you can also kind of plan what you need to avoid and what kind of, you know, know your triggers, what kind of triggers are going to be. There are a couple airports that have treats in them. Like when I'm in Austin, there's that salt lick right out of outside of our gate. And I can smell it when I get off the plane and I'm like, all common sense just disappears. <laughs> and I'm like, I need the baked potato and the brisket and the, this. And, and then the next thing I know, you know, it's just like all downhill from there. But if I have, if I know, okay, I'm going to Austin. I like, if I, if I do so, like, I'm going to get this and this, that, you know, like just kind of get like a plan in my head. Um, and there's a lot of hidden treasures in airports. There's the obvious food vendors, you know, there's usually a Burger King or a, you know, Wolfgang puck or whatever, but the, like the kiosks that will just pop up out of nowhere. Those are your gold mines. That is where you really want to focus. And I can't tell you how many times I've like been on a delay and just walked around. And I found like one day I found Epic bars in the airport and there was Epic and Tanka and there was something else I can't remember, but I couldn't, I took pictures of them and put it on Instagram because I couldn't believe that I found it in the airport. And granted they were like three or $4, but to me it was worth it because I was able to eat one and then throw one in my bag. And I, I remember I found it when I was on a delay again and I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm so glad this is in my bag, you know? And, um, there's usually like little salad stands or, you know, and you can, you may have to pick something out if it's not what you want to eat. But, um, most places, if there is not a huge line and it's not crazy hectic, they'll make whatever you order to order. Um, like we have a Curito in uh, Boston and sometimes the line is out the door and I wouldn't ask it of them at that point. But if it's just me and a couple other people, if I, you know, well, can you make it with, you know, um, no dressing or, you know, like special, whatever you're looking for. Um, so definitely be prepared, check out Yelp. Um, it's a great resource. You can bookmark things. And then, um, I have it set. So when I pull up my bookmarks, it's, uh, it displays everything, uh, by location. So whatever's closest to me. So now I, you know, I've been playing for three years. I have quite a, a database of my own places, um, that, I, that are like my safe places to eat, you know? And, um, and then the hotel also, you may want to call ahead or check out their website and see what kind of restaurant they have in house. See if they have refrigerators available. I know sometimes they'll charge you for a refrigerator. Sometimes, um, if you have like, um, like if you're a diabetic or if you have certain medications that need to be refrigerated, they'll 
give you a refrigerator at no charge. So you just do what you will with that information. <laughs> um, and a great way you can pack, you can pack your own food on an airplane as long as, um, you limit the liquids, the liquids, any liquid you bring like salad dressing or olive oil has to go into your small quart size bag. But if it's something like, um, like I, I know a girl who she brings green smoothies with her on every trip. And what she does is she blends them up at home and then she puts them in, um, Ziploc bags. And then, so when she leaves, it's frozen, it's solid. So you can go through security with it. Um, and then, it will thaw as you're flying and you can have that as a nice treat later in the day. So it's kind of like a roundabout way. It's not, that's not always going to work. Um, can we but, run that by TSA? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As long to, to my knowledge, as long as it's in a solid state, you can bring it through. Um, or you can become a flight attendant and then you can bring whatever kind of liquids you want through <laughs> as long as you're in uniform. Um, but yeah, a lot of people don't realize that you can bring food through and it's like, you can bring a salad, you can bring a good sandwich, whatever. Please don't be the person that goes and gets fish in the airport and brings that on the airplane. Nobody likes that person <laughs> or hot wings, hot wings. I, they make me, I feel like a vampire smelling blood when I smell hot wings on the airport and all recipes.com punch in your favorite dish and there will be gazillions of, um, different ways you can make it depending on what your goals are, you know, cause we all have different, um, nutritional goals. Right. So talking on, so we've got some better choices, but now I kind of want to hit on portion control. Cause I think maybe that is the number one killer of, you know, our healthy nutrition plan or our <laughs> goals as we go through the holiday season. Cause like me, you do have that that mother or cousin or whoever it is that made that sweet dish that you used to love and now you've kind of moved on from that. You've grown from uh, eating half the plate of sweet potatoes with marshmallows on top, <laughs> which I can either confirm or deny that I have moved on. But in the case that you have, uh, how can we set ourselves up for success? And Yulia, you can start on this to stay on top of portion control and not just go there, black out, and the next thing I know, I'm asleep. <laughs> after turkey and dessert, and I have no idea what happened. Well, I am a huge fan of having a completely full plate, but I'm also a huge fan of portion control. So there's a way to make both uh, things happen. So portion control, it's something that you should use with those um, more luscious like holiday dishes. So guacamole, turkey, stuffing, everything like that. But something that I don't recommend you use portion control for is vegetables and salad. So I definitely recommend filling your plate high with vegetable salad. You can even bring your own kale salad or whatever um, you like to eat. And then everything else, just add a little bit on. Because what happens in parties and it's unavoidable, you're going to be talking to people and you're just going to be eating without even noticing that you're eating. So understand that unless you're super, super motivated and have like insane, um, what's the word? Self-control. Self-control. Yes. Um, you're going to eat a whole plate. So you're better off filling that plate with lots of vegetables and then everything in addition to that, just a little bit. You really only need a little taste to fully enjoy it. And then you're going to eat the rest of the food you love. So you're going to come away feeling full because we all know when hunger strikes is when you start to eat that extra slice of pie. Um, but you're also not 
going to feel deprived either. So that's my definite number one tip for portion control during the holidays. Yeah, love it. Uh, eat, eat your fill and enjoy the holiday, but when you're getting your fill, make sure your, your fill is of the right stuff and not the treats and sweet things. Uh, switch, switch it over to, so I'm, I myself am actually traveling for the holidays. Over Christmas, I'm going to be traveling to Texas and spending time there. I'll be in airports, and then I'll be in a hotel for four days, I think, when we're not doing huge family meals, I'm sure. So, Yvonne, what tips do you have for me as I travel? Obviously, you spend a ton of time in an airplane <laughs> and an airport, and when you're not binging and feeling better on sushi, what's... <laughs> What tips can you give me in the airport to maintain that success and kind of continue to go hard like Yulia talked about in her tips? Okay, cool. Yeah, I um Wow, I've had so many like airports being stuck in the airport go wrong because I wasn't prepared. Yep. And being prepared is my top 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 advice for you and um you know, Leslie has a sign in our house that says, um, when it, when the time to perform comes, when it's, when the time comes to perform, the time to prepare has passed. And it's so, I mean, I couldn't have said it better myself. So before you even leave your house, before you book your ticket, um, get just kind of familiar with where you're going and where you're going to be. And always, always, always account. If you have an hour connection between flights, always expect to be there three because you just never know. And when it gets close to the holidays, things happen, you know, I mean, it it can be a clear day. Yeah. You're going to Texas and they don't really have weather there, but if your plane is coming from Syracuse and Syracuse just got two feet of snow you could be waiting a little while for that airplane. So um, one of my favorite resources is uh, Yelp, of all things, um, because you can do like a cuisine search or a location search. And I almost always, before I start a trip and I know where my layovers are going to be, I'll do it for, for the city, like on the ground, but airport locations also show up on Yelp. So um, you can punch in, you know, Boston Logan airport, and it's going to give you what terminal it's in. Also a great resource is, um, the airport website. Uh, there's usually like a terminal map and a list of, um, food vendors and, uh, get an idea of what you're going to be working with and, um, and not necessarily always to plan, okay, I'm going to eat there. I'm going to eat there. But you can also kind of plan what you need to avoid and what kind of, you know, know your triggers, what kind of triggers are going to be. There are a couple airports that have treats in them. Like when I'm in Austin, there's that salt lick right out of outside of our gate and I can smell it when I get off the plane and I'm like, all common sense just disappears. <laughs> and I'm like, I need the baked potato and the brisket and the, this, and, and then the next thing I know, you know, it's just like all downhill from there. But if I have, if I know, okay, I'm going to Austin. I like, if I, if I do so, like, I'm going to get this and this, that, you know, like just kind of get like a plan in my head. Um, and there's a lot of hidden treasures in airports. There's the obvious food vendors, you know, there's usually a Burger King or a, you know, Wolfgang puck or whatever, but the, 
like the kiosks that will just pop up out of nowhere, those are your gold mines. That is where you really want to focus. And I can't tell you how many times I've like been on a delay and just walked around. And I found like one day I found Epic bars in the airport and there was Epic and Tanka and there was something else I can't remember, but I couldn't, I took pictures of them and put it on Instagram because I couldn't believe that I found it in the airport. And granted they were like three or $4, but to me it was worth it because I was able to eat one and then throw one in my bag. And I, I remember I found it when I was on a delay again and I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm so glad this is in my bag, you know? And, um, there's usually like little salad stands or, you know, and you can, you may have to pick something out if it's not what you want to eat. But, um, most places, if there is not a huge line and it's not crazy hectic, they'll make whatever you order to order. Um, like we have a Curito in uh, Boston and sometimes the line is out the door and I wouldn't ask it of them at that point. But if it's just me and a couple other people, if I, you know, well, can you make it with, you know, um, no dressing or, you know, like special, whatever you're looking for. Um, so definitely be prepared, check out Yelp. Um, it's a great resource. You can bookmark things. And then, um, I have it set. So when I pull up my bookmarks, it's, uh, it displays everything, uh, by location. So whatever's closest to me. So now I, you know, I've been playing for three years. I have quite a, a database of my own places, um, that, I, that are like, my safe places to eat, you know, and, um, and then the hotel also, you may want to call ahead or check out their website and see what kind of restaurant they have in house. See if they have refrigerators available. I know sometimes they'll charge you for a refrigerator. Sometimes, um, if you have like, um, like if you're a diabetic or if you have certain medications that need to be refrigerated, they'll, give you a refrigerator at no charge. So you just do what you will with that information. (laughs) Um, and a great way you can pack, you can pack your own food on an airplane as long as, um, you limit the liquids, the liquids, any liquid you bring like salad dressing or olive oil has to go into your small quart size bag. But if it's something like, um, like I, I know a girl who she brings green smoothies with her on every trip. And what she does is she blends them up at home and then she puts them in, um, Ziploc bags. And then, so when she leaves, it's frozen, it's solid. So you can go through security with it. Um, and then, it will thaw as you're flying and you can have that as a nice treat later in the day. So it's kind of like a roundabout way. It's not, that's not always going to work. Um, can we but, run that by TSA? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As long to, to my knowledge, as long as it's in a solid state, you can bring it through. Um, or you can become a flight attendant and then you can bring whatever kind of liquids you want through <laughs> as long as you're in uniform. Um, but yeah, a lot of people don't realize that you can bring food through and it's like, you can bring a salad, you can bring a good sandwich, whatever. Please don't be the person that goes and gets fish in the airport and brings that on the airplane. Nobody likes that person <laughs> or hot wings, hot wings. I, they make me, I feel like a vampire smelling blood when I smell hot wings on the airplane. I want to like, <laughs> Give it to me. I'm like, you're so cruel. Unless you brought wings for the whole plane. <laughs> Get out. Um, but, uh, yeah, your, your planning, your research is going to save you. If nothing else, just so that you know what you're working with. Um, and you can get, I, I, even if it's just a loose, like, 
okay, I can probably get like some egg sandwich without the bun version. And maybe I can have a salad for lunch, you know, um, even just a little bit like a, a vague idea I think is going to help you. Um, you don't want to be the, the person that's hungry staring at the Cinnabon stand and not being able to, to rationalize, you know, just <laughs> I'll eat that. Cause that's in front of me, you know, right. and, uh, pack those snacks. You don't have to pack a ton of, ton of stuff, but it's good to have, you know, like, um, some Epic bars or Lara bars or some trail mix, um, just whatever you can, what <laughs> are you a trail mix girl? <laughs> yeah. Whatever, whatever, um, is going to help you get through. Awesome. So yeah, planning preparation and then that mindset going in. I think that's the good takeaways there. Absolutely. So as we've been on the call for about 30 minutes, um, what closing remarks do we have? Any final thoughts going into the holiday season? Uh, do you guys have to share with us? Yvonne, we'll start with you. Um, well, like Yulia had said earlier, um, enjoy it. It's such a, it's such a magical time, you know, and it's especially if you have been on a strict program and you've been in the zone and you've had zero distractions, it's really easy to make the holidays, um, the enemy and they're not, this is a time when, you know, you're going to be around people who you're not typically around and, um, maybe they're going to see changes in your body. Maybe, you know, aunt Susie who has been at a plateau and doesn't understand why she's gaining weight after she turned 50. She's going to see you coming in looking super hot and Hey, what gosh, what's, you know, this has changed and that's going to be your opportunity to share with them. Oh, well, this is what's going on in my life. You know, I'm trying out this new program and I'm eating a little bit differently here. Try these cranberries that I made without sugar in them, you know? (laughs) And so take those little, take those opportunities that you're going to, or the person that's sitting next to you on the airplane. Oh, what are you here for? You know? And and Nick, you could say, Oh, I own a gym and I, you know, and you just never know who's going to cross your paths. And, um, don't, don't treat the holidays like, like it's imprisoning you and like you're, Oh gosh, this is just such a hard time for me. It's an awesome time, you know, enjoy it and, and enjoy, um, sharing the time with your friends and family and, um, getting creative with your food and your training. You know, I do, I, I, I clean and jerk and snatch my suitcase into the overhead bin and I do it in heels. You know, this, one of the captains I work with, he said over the overhead, he was like, Oh my gosh, could you please do that again? There's nobody on the plane. He was like, I have never seen anything like that. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to be the flight attendant that hurts herself putting a bag in the overhead bin and I'm not getting my workouts in. So I'm going to figure it out. You know? Take a walk, take a walk through the terminal if you're delayed and, you know, maybe brisk it up a bit and, you know, get, get your movement in however you can. Awesome. Yulia, what do you got for us? Two final tips. So number one, to get results like you've never gotten, you have to do something you've never done. And number two, a little bit of mindful planning will help you prevent mindless things that go on while you're at the party. So like Yvonne said, the parties are there for you to enjoy and have fun. So doing just a little bit of prep work ahead of time will really set you up for success because you don't want to just show up to a party and be like, whatever happens happens, but I'm going to try to, be <laughs> you have control over that. You need to make that decision and you need to really take a couple small 
actions ahead of time to get stellar results this holiday season and come out of the holiday season even fitter than you were before of it. So set yourself up for success. Awesome. I love that quote. I actually used it in a podcast, I think two weeks ago on excuses. So hopefully that resonates. That was a good one. Well, ladies, I appreciate it. Tons of good content, tons of good information for everyone. Um, Yulia, where can everyone find out more about you? Website, anything? Facebook, Instagram, Twitter? Website under construction. I will always post <laughs> updates on my Instagram at truly Yuli, T-R-U-L-Y-Y-U-L-I. Or you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash YC Life Coach. YC Life Coach. Got it. I'll make sure to put all the stuff in the show notes. And Yvonne, what about you? Uh, my website is also under construction. <laughs> That's my goal for November is to have it live while it's still November. Uh, but I am the paleo stew on um, all social media, Twitter, Instagram. I do some irregular Periscope broadcasts, um, Facebook, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope. Yeah, those are the main things. So the paleo stew. Pretty simple. Awesome. Well, I look forward to seeing that cleaning jerk on uh, social media, <laughs> hopefully live on Periscope soon. <laughs> Ladies, we'll I appreciate it. Uh, tons of great information. Thanks a lot. And hopefully we'll have you guys back sometime. Awesome. Thanks, Thank Jack. you so much. Right. Have a great day. All right. Take care. Talk to Bye. you guys later. Thanks so much for listening to Boxside Chats, a podcast for the community by the community of Occoquan Bay Performance. We'll catch you next time.